0: This podcast is brought to you by Men's T Clinic. Men's T Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972 go mens T or visit mensteaclinic.com.
1: Shoot ya, yeah, boy. It's hour four of the G-Bag Nation on 105 through the fan. We are live in Surprise, Arizona, home of spring training. Our coverage is presented by Sonic. Mmm. Good. That's right. It's uh, also brought to you by Best Buy Windows and Siding. Call four six nine Windows and the On Time Experts. uh, On Time Experts Air Conditioning and Plumbing Same Day Service Guaranteed. I just realized
2: there's a job on the grounds crew that rakes the sunflower seed shells into piles.
1: The the The, shell, the The shell shell. detail. Yeah, it's it's manicuring. That's not landscaping. You're not a grounds crew. But You're look, taking care look, look, of every detail, like it's look a at my guy part. out
2: there. He is like obviously in front of the Royals dugout. They chew more sunflower seeds than what was going on with the Cubs today.
1: No, dude, look! No, look. He's already piled up his Cubs. Look, he's yeah, got but sections look, look! Look at look at the
2: look at the pile of the Royals. They've got they, they. I think they chew more seeds. That's a big pile. He's working with
1: right now. It's Those a, are all shells. That's a, That's a tough gig, man raking the sunflower yeah
2: seats. I, there's there's a couple other jobs on here as the grounds crew dude i wouldn't want to have
1: you want to be the guy that's riding the four-wheeler looking deal and you're just you're yes just, you're just uh you're kind of but vacuuming. you know i get motion sickness
2: because yes. you go you go in a circle and i'd get sick
1: there is a dizzy factor you know you there was a dizzy factor and, there And you go to work
2: yeah i i i don't know man i don't that's think embarrassing. i don't, I don't think...
1: know if i'd say that in public anymore brian
2: i do i get dizzy when i go in circles so I, I, I think I'd have to be the rake-up sunflower seed guy. It's more than just circles. You were popping.
1: Even in at that meeting. speed? Get on the elevator. Yeah. Oh, don't act like you don't get sick either there. All right. Oh, <laughs> I need to try because I'm going to get sick. All right. Hey, listen, man. We got plenty. <laughs> we got we got too much to get to here than to sink into some. By the way, I'd like to that go that on doing.
2: record to say the beer between innings 7, 8, and 9,
1: not happening. We're gonna have to bring in our own eighteen pack here if you're gonna. Get well, a bad because going. Chief
2: Chief forgot that beer sales only goes so long, and he like fumbled around so that I like forgot. that beer to finish off the seventh, eighth, and ninth not happening today. Yeah,
1: well, we Thank got you. plenty a week. That's disappointing. I, I mean, we got to shout out Bill Brock and Jeffrey Martinez, two Tolos who have contributed to the broadest beer fund. Thank you, gentlemen, and, both, and, and we, I'll drink
2: them in your honor. We will if have, I could get my guy to go downstairs and get them, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I've got other things to do. I had no idea. Good to see you on FaceTime for the eighth (laughs) time today. You guys look great. Oh, Uncle Brian doesn't need any cold beer. Don't worry (laughs) about him. Man, what a joke. Eighth time today. Hi, kids. (laughs) You look great. (laughs) And here I am. Snow No beer. (laughs) But who went down there twice and got
1: him? <laughs> Uncle Brian. God. I didn't When realize. we set out
2: to do something, let's do it. Let's not half-ass it, okay? No, That's hey, on
1: you. It's 100% on me. Yeah. I, damn I, right it's on you. I take full ownership of that. I yeah. did not consider. You know, the sun's out. You're having a good time. Your day boozing with boys. Why do I know these think- things
2: and you don't? Well, because why do I? Why the? Why does the old man know when beer sales stop and you don't?
1: You're a veteran when it comes to the day baseball, man. I love day baseball. You love day drinking. <laughs> I love day baseball, <laughs> and I screwed that up for you today. I apologize. But we have we have a little we have a little invested now. We have a savings account yes. for the beer, and so we we'll, we'll be we're going to do
2: food reviews too. By the way. We're going to do, yeah. do some food reviews. That pizza out there in center field.
1: Yeah, they're doing a wood fire pizza deal. Yeah, this we're going to we'll go out there and it's see. It's definitely that. come up more here. I mean, based on my one experience last year to yeah. this year, there is more There is more things stopping you for, hey, do you want to get in the mix with this? Yeah. Do you want the raffle that? Do you want to mm-hmm. get some memorabilia here? Yeah. There's a lot more stations set up. It's a little bit more lively here. I think that's just I gotta the, grab the championship
2: impact. I got to grab some t
1: shirts. We got to grab some t shirts and I, I think some canned beer supplies. Uh, I, I was keeping a scoreboard at GBAC nation follow us when you get there please you can get to all of us gavin in i'm bio. really sorry
2: there are four that won't be
1: added today i know but we got to six i yeah, thought that was impressive have,
2: we could have got four more but but
1: i, I mean, dropped the ball you, we buenos got we 30s. got to six before we got to the three o'clock buenos segment.
2: noches como estas muy bien
1: you're making him bilingual. That's a heads-up play right there. Yeah, that's what he's doing. <laughs> that's what we're doing. That's the only Spanish I know when I'm talking <laughs> to my kids. <laughs> Adios. Hola. Adios. Buenos Uncle noches. Brian,
2: yeah, sir, we, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Brian, sir. Uncle Brian,
1: T.O. Brian needs another cerveza. <laughs> um, okay, uh, <laughs> Gavin really still,
2: Gavin's still at my front door. What do you want at my front door? What do want? <laughs> Somebody, the hey, ring. go away, go away. Who are you? Go away. <laughs> What's going on in there? Go away.
1: Stop it. <laughs> Check the is. webcam, there I, I don't know how to get rid of this setting. <laughs> I'm in like, I'm in like the uh, the peephole cam. <laughs> it really is amazing, dude. It's your glory cam. I think you should lean into it. <laughs> Jerry's a big fan. Well, um, now. <laughs> We uh, we got a couple of things in the football world. One, our guy Mozzie Smith. You weren't here last week. Brought us. Yeah, I
2: saw he lost his gear in a uh, in the uh, in a storage washer. Right. Yeah. yeah, he got. I used to watch ward. that show, by the way, Storage Wars. You used to watch it. Yeah, I did. Fun fun show. Not bad. They they kind of battled each other. It, it was amazing when they got something actually worthwhile. Right. And then yeah. there was the junk ones and you're... Mozzie looked like he had quite a haul there and all that uh, Jordan brand stuff he had.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the early returns on guesstimations are upwards of $30,000 of Michigan of, gear. of gear, shoes, Jordan brand stuff. I mean, um, some of it sweats. looks so good that if you're a Michigan fan and you want some of those Michigan Jordan 1s that are, like, custom-made, you're not going to be able to get those at the store. Right. I, yeah, I could. it could very quickly get into $100. Michigan of Playbook in there, too? Michigan Playbook was in there. Mm. I assume d- uh, Defensive Playbook, if this is Bonzi Smith. Yeah, that's probably
2: something that... Uh...
1: Can you imagine being a Wolverines player today? You're like, okay, dude, here's the thing. we got to get all this gear together. Some of these clowns on our team aren't paying mm. attention to the news. We're going to go get theirs. Yeah, we're gonna go put in a storage shed here, and when we're done playing, this is gonna be our, you know, house fund or something. Beer, beer money, beer money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Down uh, all the beer won't be running out of beer at that point, right? Brought us. Well, as I mean, long as, as you're not you're, a teammate. I mean, imagine if you're a really good player that goes to the <laughs> NFL and, and blows up. How much that stuff would be worth? Yeah. Right now, you're just getting people that are general Michigan fans who have that size of foot or you know pants. Right. Yeah. Or just want the the man cave I, I, you know yeah, shelf yeah, how
2: about how you know? about like the sweat tops you know like the michigan you know like the maybe a rose yeah, bowl yeah all good stuff uh, yeah Playoff sweat tie they were in the playoffs the last couple of years he's probably got some pretty darn good gear in that yeah. that shed
1: yeah i hope a michigan fan buys it and gives him back what maybe get what he back. wants he ain't getting that back. but probably yeah probably he ain't
3: not that back. right yeah
1: it is a bummer because uh, now you have his attorney monty smith's attorney saying yeah, sorry. that monty sorry. was completely unaware that his personal belongings had been sold until he was sent the tiktok video of the man pay who the, purchased bills, the sir. storage unit pay it um and then he says obviously Uh, Mozzie has been in constant motion since being drafted last year. So now all of a sudden you can hear the attorney cranking up the old excuse machine. Uh, I think he probably put it on auto pay. Yeah, that's what he says. He says uh, moving, changing banks, payment for this unit somehow fell through the cracks. Mozzie obviously wants his possessions back, and we will immediately begin working towards that goal. We're hopeful that the individual in possession of Mozzie's unique personal items will cooperate. With us on their speedy return, so but Brad, you're saying, your experience watching Storage Wars, having no real you're understanding not, not of the getting industry, that back. you're not. No, it's no. Over. no. Okay, that, yeah.
2: that's going to be sold to memorabilia shops or other stuff. These these guys and gals that run that get these uh, storage units,
1: yeah, all they're interested they
2: in is getting their investment back and making money from it. They don't care. Now, maybe they keep some stuff, personal stuff. If you're right, if it's a Michigan guy that maybe, you know, ha- maybe likes this, but no, you're moving all this
1: gear. Yeah, the end buyer is where you got to try to yeah. get your stuff back from. Like yeah. if it's a Michigan super fan who's yeah. wealthy and is like, oh, okay, cool, I-, I see it. But everybody through that now has hours of work into yeah. it. There's profit that's been made. Yeah. It, w- it would just take paying off people.
2: I think he's more embarrassed by how it happened than the actual losing the gear. Yeah. I think he's embarrassed that he allowed – here he is, a professional athlete that's making, you know, made good money in his rookie year Adulting not to be, be, not to be able to, to afford a storage unit or to keep the rent up on a storage I unit. I
1: almost lost my house. You remember that story? Yeah,
2: I remember that. You were telling me about they that.
1: They were about to do a foreclosure auction on my house. When I set up auto pay, I had a temporary bank account, and they sent me a permanent one. Well, for like six months straight, it was drawing from the temporary banking account. I don't even know even know how that was a thing. Wow. I'd never heard of it. Um, but, yeah, they, they started sending me foreclosure notices, and I was like, wait a minute. What's going on here? I was like, oh,
2: wow. Derek okay. Eagleton oh, tells a story
1: God. about yeah, my, my oh, money. I, my money had gone into a black hole, and they thought I was lying. I couldn't get somebody on the phone who would take me seriously. I was like, no, seriously, I've been paying the bill. They're like, yes, sir, we understand, but everything yeah. you say is going to be used against you in a court of law. And I'm like... Okay, I need to get some help. So luckily, my guy Brad Sullivan at Dream Lending, uh-huh. uh, you know, longtime client of us, Mortgage Financial Services, he was such a heavyweight with the banks that he just called and was like, hey, it's Brad, let me talk to the president. We got this guy, Gavin. Otherwise, they might have come to my house and foreclosed on me that, that, that January weekend. Oh, Derek my. Eagleson tells
2: a story how they almost lost the domain name to DallasCowboys.com. hmm <laughs> They were they were a credit card payment away from that, or from like minutes or hour away from that that them losing that going on DallasCowboys.com going on the domain, domain name going on where somebody could have purchased that. Oh, he, he threw disaster. his credit card down to redo, to keep the to keep the name in in, in the business, in to keep it with the
1: Cowboys. Wow.
2: That's crazy.
1: That is crazy.
2: Think dude. about somebody else owning that
1: name. Yeah, that would have cost him millions of bucks to get back. Yeah, yeah Jerry would have had to buy that yeah, back. Exactly. That would have hurt. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll see what the deal is with with Mozzie. Doesn't sound like Baradas is confident. Um, no, I don't. I, I mean, unless he, unless back. he
2: goes to the guy and offers maybe double, triple what. Yeah, it's is, not worth it. If I'm the if I'm the guy that owns the storage unit, I'm getting a value on it. I'm going to look at the value and I'm going to say. You know, if you want it, this is my price. I'm going to get value on everything in that storage unit, and if you want to buy it back from me, here's my number.
1: Maybe you could do some sort of a deal where Mozzie's going to tweet about how amazing you are and everybody that, in Michigan yeah. should take their storage business to him. You know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe everybody could win in a way. I like that idea. He's going to pay yeah. but if uh, he wants it back. Clarence Hill said that it was not the coaching staff who ordered Mozzie no, to Mozzie lose a budget. Mozzie
2: did Yeah, Mozzie's dealing with a lot of things, it sounds like.
1: Okay, so that was Mozzie's choice to lose yep. a bunch of weight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate that confirmation. Yeah. Yeah, man, and and hopefully he can he can uh you know get a get a right body composition for him. I mean, 290 pounds. No. If you're not quick twitch. No. You you got to win, it. and I I think this comes down to the new coaching staff giving him a job that he is naturally built to do. Yeah. Not trying to fit square peg round hole. Right. Oh, well, thank you, Chief. Football's finest most afternoons, 5 o'clock, here in the GBAC Nation on 105 through the fan. It's time to hit the expressway. We'll take a commercial-free to the top. We'll tell you about the national anthem crisis we witnessed while we were sitting down to open up the show (laughs) and everything that's been developing in the world of broadcast sports news since our day began here in the nation. Welcome back. It is the GMAC Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. We have some Rangers audio to set the mood and set the tone of, of spring training. Uh, before we get there, we have a story of, of uh, the most... A recent newsworthy event we've seen here in Surprise, even though the Rangers did not play here today. It was quite an eventful afternoon. Segment here, uh, the Expressway, we go commercial-free to the top, is brought to you by the On Time Experts. L.A. Live's coming up in about 15 minutes. We have all of the news of the day, including a big league trade. But, yeah, we first get here. And uh, the National Anthem is about to, to kick off, and it's always you know a timing issue for us because we're not trying to come on as the, as the National Anthem is playing in the background. It's really weird when you have to talk during that, uh, especially if you're in a press box and everybody else is being quiet with their hats off standing up. Anyway, so you know we're waiting for it to get over, but it, it barely got started before the lady singing the National Anthem suddenly stopped. And we're like, okay, what's going on? So everybody perks up she turns back to look at the organizer person who had you know escorted her out, out to the field as she's standing at home plate and then she turns around we get silence for about another 5 or 6 seconds and then she starts again right yeah. and the the moment that she was forgetting Right as she got to that moment again, I'm sitting here on pins and needles like if if that's playing out in your mind and you're panicking, you're not going to know what the words are the second time through. I mean, you forgot what it is, and now you're you're leaking confidence, as you like to say. You're in pure, full-blown panic mode. Yep. But I'll be an inspiration as the fans had her back this time. And dozens, if not hundreds, were ready for her and picked it up. Boom! Sang the rest of the thing uh, with her. I always think it's cool when the when the fans pick up the national anthem singer, and we got to witness that in in, in person. We did. That yeah. was cool. Everybody in in this in in the ballpark felt like this is this is our uh, our collective mo cheeks moment. You mm-hmm. know, we're gonna go here and we're gonna help save the day here a little bit as she's drowning in the middle of the diamond. And I was thinking it was technical like technical difficulties, maybe the microphone. Turned yes. off, and she's trying to figure out what the deal is. But when she started over in its entirety, yeah. uh, and you could you could hear the difference in her voice. Yes. There's it's a little shake voice uh-huh. now, a little bit scared. Uh, and, and then, and then, as you said, everybody understood that and was like, "Okay, you know what? We're going to have your back here, and we're going to just we're we're going to take you home. We're going to cross the finish line together, and we're gonna we're gonna sing in unison." It was pretty cool. I've never been a part of. I've never really been a part of in real time a national anthem debacle. It yeah. usually goes somewhat well. It was bucket listy. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was. It was a special moment. I, I think it it set the 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 tone for us. And and uh, you know I uh, you know uh, if I. Uh, you know, don't ever uh, see that again. I'll be happy because it was awkward. And I tell you what, what, else, what, the other thing that was awkward, just to put a bow on this story before we move on, she had a certain pacing to it, a unique artistic pacing. <laughs> and she was, you know, going to stop for inflection at, at different points. The crowd was seeing it, like, trying to get her through, and they were getting ahead of her. Yeah which maybe was a good thing and maybe maybe she appreciated well, that getting the heads up on what the next line was going to be but it all ended well and she gave her I believe uh, a family member was here gave her a big hug afterwards. Yeah,
2: I think the first time I'd ever seen something like this happen was at TD Garden in Boston. Is that right? And and they had a struggle and the fans just picked it up. Yeah. And it That's and it was on you. it was impressive yeah. and the fans since you know they're not the fans aren't artistic. The yeah. fans just want to get you out. Out of there! Yeah, they, they want to help you. out. They want to help you and get to the game. So they, they and they want to get to the game. <laughs> yes. And when she turned around to look, and usually you could go to the stadiums and they'll have the words up on the scoreboard. Okay, you know, usually it's yeah. you can kind of follow along and all Maybe that. They
1: will now hear from. The
2: she turned board. around and looked, and I'm like, "Oh no, ma'am, just sing, just sing." And yeah, then she, kidding. she, you know, instead of going back and where she left off, she just went ahead and started it again, and yeah. probably the right thing to do. But good for the fans understanding where she was at mm-hmm. and just diving in with her. You yeah, know,
1: you got to be ready to jump yeah. in. So that was our, our, our baseball uh, national anthem crisis that we got to experience in person for the first time. Okay, let's go into that clubhouse, uh, Chief, where for the second time in, in spring training history, you blessed them with your presence. Yes, yes. Uh, there were no violations today, uh, but I am, I am working on hashtag doing my part uh, to propel this team to back-to-back World Series victories, and, uh, and that is going to involve me violating the clubhouse, very likely the couch uh, so I'm, I'm do trying you feel to feel uneasy doing that without woolly bully here. Yeah. I mean, at not walking in there without wall today, it, it felt, uh, felt wrong. Certainly didn't feel right. Uh, and I've, I felt a little bit naked and afraid. I felt like this girl who was out here during the national anthem, trying to do her best to perform what her job is. But, uh, you know, you're you're kind of in the middle. You feel like you're drowning a little bit. And I walked in that clubhouse, eyes wide open today, and I attacked it the best I could. Okay, this is my best effort for the day. Hopefully, it continues. You know, into the week and just gets better and better. Uh, but grade me on a curve here because I don't have okay. I don't have my my starting my starting wide receiver that I'm used to playing pitch and catch with here. So I'm one-on-one getting you the clubhouse exclusives. We, uh, we have two of them today. We'll start with a, a brand-new Ranger, Danny Duffy, who you guys can tell me, but I think by the end of this couldn't wait for me to just get out of his presence. <laughs> okay. uh, and so here's three minutes of my interaction with old Danny boy the first official clubhouse exclusive of 2024 ranger spring training and uh, we welcome in danny duffy to the world champion texas rangers danny
3: how the hell are you i'm doing really well man it's good to be here yeah what's the you just like you get the championship vibes when you walk in here can you you feel like you can smell that championship in here yeah man these these guys are a winning group for sure and uh, i've had a good time being a part of it Um, you know last year was fun too i didn't even have a spot i was just telling somebody else and it made me feel like I had, like I was there, like I was part of the team. Um, I was just, just the character in this clubhouse is enough incentive to come back. We got, we got any, uh, we got any pranksters in here? I don't know. I uh, haven't, haven't really been franked at all yet, but I'm sure there's some dudes that have some good natured shenanigans going on. And, uh, I'm excited to be a part of it. In your, in your time in baseball, did you have a team or a teammate that was Mr. Prankster guy? I, I mean. Myself in Kansas City, for sure, we, we got after it uh, in the clubhouse, trying to get labs and keep people loose. Um, Salvi was really good with it, too, back in the day. So we, we, we keep it loose. We have fun. If you need any uh, pranking tips, you should ask your uh, your position coach, old Mad Dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You heard about his brother. Yeah. Yeah, listening to those conversations and around Greg and him, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Those guys will keep you on your toes. That dude was peeing on guys. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. Greg was doing some gold golden shower stuff. Mm. Yeah, he's. Uh,
1: it was a. Uh, it was a no joke situation around Greg. You got to be careful. Got to be good. careful around Mad Dog
3: too, probably. I'm gonna keep my head on a swivel. That's for sure. Is
1: pantsing still a thing? We're not doing the pantsing
3: no, no, thing anymore. No, no, no. You, you never did the pants and then like. And then you like step on the shorts and then you push them down because he can't do anything about it. I have never—that's not the move. I've never done any of that. That, that uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think I want to get uh, reported. What is your? Uh,
1: what is your? The first thing that comes to your mind when you think about Sonic? The hedgehog or the restaurant? Okay, that's perfect. Now That's yeah. the first thing that came to your mind. So you <laughs> nailed it, dude. But if you were at Sonic
3: right now, the restaurant, what would you order? Oh man, um, I don't, we don't really have those back where I'm from, but. Um, I think there's like a strawberry lemonade kind of oh dude yes gets you rolling no <laughs> question about it dude yeah. okay heck yes and then uh what's the one thing you've worked on most on your body this spring training i'm trying to really focus on my lower half um i, I ran admittedly i ran way too much to be a baseball player back in the day and I really kind of put the governor on the mileage Uh, so it's like two, two and a half miles if I go at all it used to be like ten a day
1: damn um, yeah
3: Yeah. I've heard you've been described as like a 300 pounder below the waist you know kind (laughs) of zigging when others zag kind of deal Saquon Barkley yeah Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I'm not quite there yet i still got some toothpicks for sure but uh, we're working on it one of your teammates has been described as being extremely impressive
1: from the waist to the kneecap Hmm. could you guess which teammate that is Probably Wyatt
3: Langford. Wyatt damn Langford, right there. Danny <laughs> sir, Duffy, man of the people gone. already. You're the man. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you, bro.
1: That was great. He that was it. awesome. Yeah. He that was good. It. I mean, obviously, things are just a little bit better <laughs> with the Wooly Bully chiming in, too, but I would yeah. say very, very solid performance. Yeah, that was good. It yes. Hit the ground running. Yeah. Great stuff. First one. Yeah. I mean,. <laughs> <laughs> the golden shower stuff that you slipped what in what there quietly, you know, <laughs> yeah, it was excellent. Well, it sounds like have you heard about? I thought when we we're talking about pranks and then you talk about Mad Dog's brother and he's like, yeah, I've heard, and then he didn't really delve into the details on that. So seemed he seemed a bit surprised about that.
2: Yeah, I think we all were. we're we
1: all were <laughs> the first time. <laughs> first time we heard that Greg Maddox was mm. a pee on his teammates, dude, in the shower guy. Yeah. Uh, by way of surprise as well, it wasn't like they were in on the bit with him. That was shocking to all of us, but nonetheless, yeah. I, uh, I don't was... think he wanted you to leave, though. I, I think he was just doing like, you know, cool, deep voice guy. Just I'm just kind of chilling here, you know, I'm the new guy, you know, sure, funny guy. You know, you're being cool and everything, but I don't want to get too excited as the new guy. Yeah. I don't want to draw attention to myself. I think I'm, you guys were getting yeah. into a rhythm, though. Yeah, I think so, a couple uh, he, more questions. He, he, he was having fun.
2: I think a couple more questions you could have, yeah. Yeah, I, I think he, I think he was seeing where you
1: were going with. I all thought this. we were off to a rough start because right beforehand he had a, he had a nice little dip ski in, Ooh. and he was like, "Is it cool if I do this, do this with the dip?" And I was like, "Yeah, no problem." I was like, "Honestly, I'll probably ask you about it." And he was like, "Oh, well, you know, kids might be listening." Like he was okay. serious, like yeah. I don't yeah. want. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, okay, Duffy." No problem, dude. But All I need was Woolchuck's smiling face to be looking at him for him to feel like, oh, it, it is cool to loosen up like this. This is normal. This is what we do with the Rangers. Right. Every right. year, this long-haired dude comes in here, sits on our couch, and cracks jokes with us for a week. See, and that's what happened when I got to interact with Sam Huff. Okay. Because Sam Huff is, he's familiar. He he's knows. familiar. He
2: knows the drill.
1: Last year, we had a great interaction with Sam Huff. He is now two for two. He's officially my favorite Ranger. He understands it. He gets the show. He gets the G-Bag name. And so at go, after going from Danny, and I was kind of a little bit, eh, I don't know how that went with Danny. He brought, I don't know. Uh, I see Sam Huff, and he's just a ball of joy. And so uh, we got to catch up with Sam Huff in the clubhouse today. Clubhouse exclusives with a world champion here in the Rangers clubhouse. 2024 spring training. Sam Huff, ladies and gentlemen, one of my favorite catchers in all of Rangers history. How about that, Sam? Do you believe me when I say that? Yeah, I do. I feel it. We had that connection last year, yeah. you know? Yeah, it was good you look even better this year what have you been working on i just feel like you're just dialed right now i'm looking at that vein on that bicep i
4: can't get over it dude. <laughs> it's i think it's just i went to dr this off season maybe lost a little bit of weight just playing a little more but you know coming back putting on good weight and then kind of getting ready for the season it's been pretty consistent talking to the team I communicate what I need to do and come in
3: ready. Obviously, the steroids yeah. and everything just, just setting in nicely. now. <laughs> no way. Yeah. No way. No way. No way. Uh, Winky wink. No yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, so
1: what do, what's the deal with these these new uniforms? By the way, everybody seems to be like, are we? Are they a little see
4: through? Do we have a see through situation brewing? So it's weird. The white ones are a little bit more see through than usual. I think last year the l- older pants they they were a little see through, but they weren't as bad. But this year they're a little bad. I mean it's alright, it's the pants you know, it's to what we gotta deal with you kinda of have to deal with it, but also I know a lot of guys are specific in how their pants look and that's just kind of how guys are in baseball, you know, you're very superstitious but you just kinda of have to roll the punches and kinda of do your thing. You gotta fight through that adversity. Yeah, it's, it's all mental I guess. And a little bit physical if you think about it. Oh yeah, cause if your pants are tight in a certain area you're not used to, it's gonna throw you off What's the worst area of the body to have tight pants syndrome? probably the hips because if you're getting in squat or you're moving it feels like something's like it's not really, you're not tracking well you don't have like areas to like move I guess, it, it's hard to explain because guys like tight pants like Jonathan or Nellis, he loves tight pants. He wears the hell out of them Oh yeah, he loves them, he wears the, the Clemson cut tweeners and then just like Nate with his tweeners and it just depends on how guys want it, but there are certain ways that they tailor it to where it does fit. And I haven't really asked everybody like how theirs are fitting, but I know it's it's a little different. But you know, you just gotta get used to it. You carry yourself a little bit differently these days as a world champion. I try to stay humble. You know, we, it was cool to kind of be a part of it and watch from a distance, and kinda of motivates you to want to do it again. And as a group, I feel like. Anything's possible. It's just you got to put your mind to it and work hard. Have you picked your championship finger? You're going to put that ring on? Yeah, I was going to do the left hand or right hand on the middle finger. That's usually what a lot of guys do, depending on what it is. A little just, middle action. Yeah, it's. they said it's, I guess... One of the jewelers say it was, like, good weight distribution. It's not weird. Or offset, it's in a good place, and it's, like, equally balanced on your hands, so it's not feel weird. Do you feel like your fingers are more – is it
1: a length thing for your fingers or is it more of a girth thing? Yeah, those sausage bad boys. Yeah. Oh, no, those are Jimmy Deans. I yeah, see those.
4: Length, length. It's I'm not really girthy, you know. I don't – my hands are my hands, but they're definitely – they're just rough from uh, all the swings I take and stuff. That's about it. You know what Jorge Posada used to do during spring training to get his hands ready? Pickle juice. No, dude, he used to pee
1: on them. <laughs> Would I've you do that. that?
4: Would you do? You've heard that? I've heard that. I've heard guys do that. I've never had that issue because I've been out here my whole life, so my hands are always dry. So they just callus right up. Gotcha. So it's maybe humidity stuff and rub. They have rubbed your hands raw, but I've never had that issue yet. Okay. Depends on where I'm at, though. But as a teammate,
1: like, if you're one of your teammates needed you to pee on their hands to strengthen them, do you feel like that's a
4: bond that you share? If you do it, yeah. I don't know if I'd do it yet. I don't know if I could do it with anyone in here. If you had to pick one guy to do that with, though, like, who do you think would be that? I don't know.
1: Because I just like One of your friends, you just want to, like, I'll pee on your hands.
4: So that we can win, you know, for the team. Probably like J.O. I know him pretty well. He's from Arizona, so. J.O. Jonathan and Nellis. The dude who wears the pants tight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, when, uh, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about Sonic? Pirate slush with nerds.
1: It's such a good take by you. If you were going to eat food there, because their drinks Pop, are legendary.
4: Popcorn right? chicken with the tear tots. Oh, it's, oh, my gosh. What are you dipping it? Just ranch. Back to the finger for a second. Who do you think has a bigger finger, championship finger?
1: CY, Chris Young, giant human being, or Bruce Bochy, who's famous for how big his head is? Like I don't know if that correlates Probably to his. Because he was fingers. a catcher.
4: Boche was catcher. So I feel like Boch would I've shook C hand CY's hand's huge. And huge. So is Boch, but Boch is more just like it's you can feel the presence. So I feel like it's either I could see CY being a little ahead of him. But Bochi's he's a little bit older, more, more mature, you know, savvy vet. I feel like he would have it too. With him being a catcher, Bochi, do you worry that you're gonna end up walking like him one day? I hope not. I hope my genes have good knees and hips, and you never end up like that. But at the end of the day, you, we do something that's extremely difficult on our bodies every day for 162. You never know what you're going to go through. But if you do, hopefully science is better to later in the future, and then I don't have to worry about being messed up personally. Sam Huff, ladies and okay. gentlemen, world champion. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it.
1: Iconic work, bro. How about Sam? Both give me You, the, you give me the hand clap? Yeah, it was a good hand clap. Yeah, I, you can hear it. You, you can hear be, the pop. Yeah, I heard the pop. Uh, Terrific work, Chiafalo. As always. Once again, uh, we're definitely in good hands all week long here. Even though Woolchuck has returned home to be with his family, baby came just a little bit early. Everybody is healthy and uh, and doing well at the hospital. Salute to the Woolchucks and, and salute to the Rangers for joining us here as we broadcast live from Surprise all week long. Our coverage brought to you by Sonic. Mm. Good. Okay, we'll have uh, 620. We'll go around the bases and get you some more baseball stuff, including that uh, Chris Young audio. I thought we were going to have time to do it here, but we do not. It's time now to go back into the pimp cup yeah. at 75 and fits you yeah. really
0: line. wait until those dominican players get a hold of the see-through uniforms <laughs> you're gonna see a whole lot of pink underwear that goes right up the butt <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, i'm telling you bro i was in the navy with dominicans they wear thongs <laughs> i said it respectfully they'll throw a thong it's on a, on a heartbeat though. bro yeah they don't care <laughs> The dirty <laughs>
2: truths. I see a question in the uh, clubhouse tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: going to note that. You know, that's a real deal, Holyfield. All right, let's get into uh, LA Live here on a Monday, right after the great big dreams.
2: <laughs> well, all, right, all right, you square. All right,
0: Dominican. I know, black.
2: It'll make you dance some <laughs> everything. <laughs>
5: We'll take a five-minute recess. No. <laughs> well, then y'all better focus because who can... I want to Yeah. Y'all want top business or some other
0: s***? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> LA Live for February 26, 2024. It is a Monday night here in LA Live. You could be in it anywhere in the world, but you are here with us. And we appreciate that. Uh, LA Love is sponsored by Kissable Dental and their no bill guarantee. Book online at kissabledental.com. Your kissable journey begins today. We lost a giant this weekend, y'all. Uh, a titan, if you will, from the civil rights era of black men. Uh, the civil rights era of black men. I'm telling you, chefs kiss, they're different, uh, they don't smile much. <laughs> Be a little stern but we'll get into that in a, in a second. Uh, G-Bag of the Day, we do this every weekday here on The Fan at 2.30. If you see anything floating out there on social media, don't be afraid to hit your boy up at Lucky Lucius P on social media, Lucius Alexander on Facebook, or you can follow every last one of us if you find G-Bag Nation on Twitter. Do it, do it now. Do it now. Shane Gillis, comedian Shane Gillis right here, Uh, He was hosting Saturday Night Live. Now, if you Google Shane Gillis and Saturday Night Live, they hated him at at one point. Yep, they hated on Shane Gillis, but he went up there and gave him another opportunity, and he knocked this one out the park. Yeah, Lauren Michaels looking crazy right now. I think uh, Shane says he has coaching in his blood. He wants to be a high school coach. I should be a high school football coach. That's what
6: I should be. Like God molded me perfectly to be a high school football coach, slash ninth grade sex education teacher. <laughs> All right. But that is <laughs> that is what I want to be. That is, you know, I can feel it. It's in the it's like my true calling. And you feel you know, I can feel it, you know, I'm getting older. It's passing me by. You know, like my biological clock is ticking on this stream. You know how like uh you know, like, when a, a woman's biological clock is ticking, she sees, like, a baby in a stroller, and is like, oh, my God, your baby. Like, that's how I am if I see, like, like a big 15-year-old. I'm like, oh, my God, look at the size of that kid. <laughs> With the right coaching, that kid could be something special, I'm telling you right now. I actually I come from a long line of coaches in my family. My, my father is actually a volunteer assistant girls' high school basketball coach. <laughs> He's actually here right now. Can you get him on there? Yeah. Stand up, Pop. Stand up. Stand up, Pop. <laughs> There's my dad, the volunteer assistant girls high school basketball coach. That's great. <laughs> it's
0: a little embarrassing at the end there. All right, let me turn on this, Rick James. I appreciate you, Rick. I appreciate you for the grooves. But we got to do this properly. Is that birds in the back? Yes, yeah, it is. We can pretend that's doves. <laughs> taking my man up to to the bosom of Jesus. Yes, LA Live 105.3 the Fan, Monday night. We lost a giant over the weekend, folks. Oh. Mm. 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 Civil rights era black man right here. It's a different era of black men. They're tough. They are unafraid. The media calls them outspoken. Outspoken, using like outspoken. Direct. They can be very direct. Um, combative, persuasive, persuasive, stubborn, honry. Mm-hmm. My, my aunt will call it honry. This show is honry. Really, just honry. I want you to think, uh, Muhammad Ali in the personality side of the game. All right. Okay. All right. I want you to think that. That's how they think about themselves, and I say that respectfully. <sighs> yeah, civil rights era black men don't take any ish. They don't. They know things because uh, they had trades in school. How about that? And they played every sport in high school and whatever club it was chess club, Glee club, whatever it was, you're going to join that too till you find your way. different different era. I give you a little context right here. Last of a dying breed people mm. We lost a great Dick Gregory. Civil rights activist and comedian back in 2017. There's a doc about him on Showtime Paramount if you're unaware of who Dick Gregory is. But everything I said about the black dudes from the uh, civil rights era. Unafraid, outspoken, direct. Listen to them, they're talking about this conspiracy of Michael Jackson's death right here. And you called me and you interviewed me is how Dick Gregory feels about this. Don't. I'm not here to ask you any questions.
5: Michael was killed at 2 o'clock in the morning from a laser. And then four days later, they go into the house and find this bloody shirt of Michael's and they understand it's like $450,000 worth of jewelry and cash missing. I thought it was because of the Sony thing. Hmm. They wanted, I, I, I believe there was, there was some... Well, il- that's because you don't have the information. Okay. Huh? Okay. I said he was killed by a laser. Mm-hmm. Huh? I just told you. It was a bloody shirt and the money. Just public. all you gotta do is go look it up. Huh? I didn't come here to find out what you think. No, I'm just asking. No, 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 you didn't. You said you thought. I'm not interviewing you. You interviewing me. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Huh?
0: (laughs) Henry. (laughs) Yeah. Unafraid.
5: Outspoken.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Combative. I say that respectfully. And then later, January 31st of this year right here, we lost Dick Gregory's... Best friend, the Black Eagle, the great Joe Madison, civil rights era activist and radio host, direct, combative, stubborn, honry. They're tough, and uh, he doesn't play with
5: trolls either. Yeah, Mister Mister Joe Madison, how you doing this morning? I'm fine.
0: Yeah, I think you need to work on your attitude. You got a bad attitude.
5: And I think you ought to kiss my ass. How's that for an attitude? There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Are you still there? I'm still (laughs) here. All right. Well, you know, I'm going to give you an attitude. First of all, I'm a grown-ass man. I don't need you telling me what my attitude is. I'm really pissed off. I'm a grown-ass man, brother. And if I want Hey, 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 hey. You hear me talking? Hey, 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 kid. Hey, pot his ass down. And (laughs) and by the way, I'm in charge.
1: (laughs)
0: You're (laughs) You're tough.
1: That's great.
0: Unafraid. Outspoken. Very direct. Chef's kiss. We lost our guy over the weekend. Uh, I'll let you hear this one right here. Let's go to WJRT. Remember I said the media calls him outspoken? Mm -hmm. Check this out
5: we have breaking news for you tonight at 11. the city of flint is mourning the loss of councilman eric mays we'll take a live look right now where you can actually see a large police presence on the 100 block of russell avenue near martin luther king and flint where councilman mays lived now there's no word on yet on how he died but we did hear from flint Mayor, mayor sheldon neely tonight who said, "quote This is a tremendous loss for our community and a shock to all friends and family." Now, Mays was a third-term councilman, beloved for his bold and courageous, bold service on behalf of Flint's first ward. The flag at Flint City Hall will be lowered to half staff in his honor beginning Monday, February 26.
0: next today they flooded half staff with my man Eric Mays, the great. So I figured the only thing I can do is just maybe run through some of his clips that I played through here for Gbag Nation. Please do. <laughs> do. He's so a freaking legend He's so toxic, I love him bro uh, Let's see I guess there's a whole lot of potholes in the city of Flint Who's surprised? <laughs> <laughs> well Eric wants to Press the man that's responsible For this
5: But you tell me and the citizens Who's responsible for all these holes in the street You? <laughs> yes Okay, so Rob Benzett, why aren't you fired? Yeah Pardon why? Me? why aren't you fired then?
0: Why am I not what? Fired. Fired.
5: Yeah, if you got 11 million dollars worth of money and can't keep up with the restoration, and you're responsible, not the mayor, not this council, why ain't you fired? Can I answer or? Yeah, can answer, answer. answer. Since you're responsible. Well, are
0: you gonna let me answer, or are you gonna yell at me? <laughs> he's,
5: gonna, he's gonna yell at you, brother.
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna yell. Get ready. Yeah. Yeah. Better hurry up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna miss him, man. Oh, I'm gonna miss him, bro. You know, he used to come down here with Ricky Smiley all up in Dallas and everything. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just recently, uh, he had no idea what the main the the word excuse me the word germane meant.
5: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's what they did the other day, and the cows had came home, left, and then came home again. Point of order, Mr. Mays is not being germane. Need more Tito. Yeah, I'm not going to be Jermaine, Tito, Michael,
6: Jackie, <laughs> or none of them. But I'm going to talk
5: about this AECOM contract. Now, ain't that a cheap shot? Here, yeah, I'm talking about the contract, the time spent on it, and she talking about the Jackson 5.
0: Oh. I am
5: Jermaine then. I'm Tito and Randy. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Direct, combative, stubborn, ornery.
1: Sounds like brought sometimes. Absolutely. You're being a little too germane over there during mm-hmm. Chiafalo segments. Or ungermane. That's right.
0: Uh, how about this one? <laughs> goofy booty. Point of contention for this lady.
5: <laughs> I want a goofy butt worn and out of here if she keep out. This is serious city business. It ain't a laughing game. Order, I believe Goofy Butt is uh, yes. an attack. And now, dookie but I didn't say Dookie Butt. Dookie. You hearing wrong. Said I said Goofy. Laughing. Goofy is laughing.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> council, Middles and, uh, council meetings in Flint will not be the same after this, no. man.
5: No.
0: G-back of the day will never be the same. Come on, man. You got to have this guy. How about this perfectly timed? Nope. This is huh.
5: talking. So loudly, I cannot hear the. Your point of order is, Mr. Mr. May You are out of order, and I'm I'm giving you your warning. Okay, I'm sorry. Disorderly. I'm sorry. I rule you out of order, and I ask that you would be dismissed from this meeting. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Oh, they're gonna miss that, man. Legend, dude. They're gonna
0: miss that, man. Hmm. What else I got for you, boys? They do need to get,
1: uh, you know, take this opportunity while they're looking for new staff and new audio engineer. I know that clipping out has to be annoying, you Lucius. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: The yeah, I like when he screams on it. It's all messed yeah. up and uh, yeah. overmodulated.
2: Overmodulation, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that. When, I
1: come that
2: we come to expect that every time we
0: get one. Yeah. You bring that down a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Point of contention here for you, Mrs. So and so. I love that joint. Uh, he had no idea what the word. Beloviate, 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 excuse me, Beloviate, meant, that, that's basically, uh, what, Skip, you would say Skip, and Stephen
5: yes, A. Smith? Belovia right, yeah, Beloviate and right, left. Yes. Yeah, okay.
1: No, I think so. Right.
5: President, I also do just a minute. Point of order. <laughs> What's your point? We are not here to listen to you Beloviate all evening. <laughs> So you continue with the business? Yeah, I am continuing with the business, Miss Priestley. What did you say we weren't here for? Beloviating. I don't even know what beloviating means, but my position is this. We voted to follow an agenda. And if beloviating mean following the agenda, then that's what I'm doing or not doing. So let me go to the next item on the agenda. As I got the floor. And then when y'all get it, y'all can below aviate, Navigate, or whatever 8. <laughs> but right now, I'm talking. Oh, yes. man. I think that's where blow hard comes from.
0: That's the, uh, the etymology of it right there? Yeah, I think V8? so. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can smoke a bag of that. <laughs> I, I don't know if you can take it to the bank, but yeah. I smoke on it. Yeah, I'm with that. All right, let me play one more before I get out of here. We're going to miss the great Eric Mays, man. The councilman up there in Flint. My sister was like, was it the Flint water? I hung up on him. <laughs> I hung up on him. Sure did. Uh One
5: more. Bless you, you and your kids. Miss Fields, please be very careful in that area, please. All he I did. said there was mediation, and you there were told people in room and how many But in I what. am going to finish
3: saying this. Oh, well, go ahead! <laughs> yeah, He's my God. He's
0: playing a different game. <laughs> yes, my God, man. Tough, unafraid, outspoken, direct, combative, supportive, stubborn. ornery, civil rights era black man. R.I.P. Last of a dying breed. I'm pulling out, girls. Lord willing, the creek don't rise. That's my time. There
1: he goes, Lucius Alexander in L.A. Live every night about 540 here in the G-Bag Nation. We're live in surprise. Our uh, spring training coverage continues here on your home of the World Series champions. We have around the bases coming up at 620. You'll hear from Chris Young in that. We have top ten storylines going into the Cowboys offseason from the king of the Cowboys top tens. John Machoda will give you his best storylines and insights from this piece coming up next in The Nation.